everyone, it's Annie. I'm here with another 10 years in 10 minutes talk. It's where I uh, give you the benefit of things that took me 10 years to really learn, and I want to get you the value in 10 minutes. So today we're going to talk about leaders and team members, you know, experts and professionals who hit a ceiling in their careers. The ceiling is where they, you know, they can't keep progressing. It's like they either can't get a promotion, they can't um, take on a lot more uh, responsibility, they are starting to get critical feedback uh, from their superiors, maybe they're getting a bit of a reputation as not being, a, you know, as a star, a performer as they used to be. I get brought in to coach these kinds of leaders and team members all the time. In fact, for a while, I was known as the coach who could coach the uncoachable. And I kept that reputation until, <laughs> until my clients figured out there are some people who are uncoachable. Luckily, there's uh, so many more that actually are coachable. And I learned um, a few things that are actually quite fascinating to me that has made a big difference in how I have pursued my work and what I uh, teach and it has to do with the fact that when these leaders hit a ceiling in their career, it's never, I'm going to tell you, never because they lack skills or competence or um, critical thinking or um, doing a, you know, completing projects, getting new clients. They're great at all that. Great. What they are not good at universally what they're not good at and why I got brought in is because the way they show up and the way they interact with their own team members is a problem. Earlier in their careers, it's not a problem. It's like everybody overlooks the, you know, the people that might be uh, brusque or maybe very demanding or critical or something like that when they're delivering a lot of value to the organization, right? Like maybe they have some really big clients or they're just extraordinary at um, the skill that they have. They really sought after. All that stuff is awesome. And it matters a lot to the organization. But at some point, that's not the only thing that matters because when you are progressing in your career, what the company needs from you is to keep bringing more value, keep bringing, I would say it's like more value and less uh, takeaways with you. <laughs> and the thing about um, uh, team members, leaders who don't have a good, strong self-leadership, which I'm going to talk about, and they don't do relationships well, particularly under stress and challenge, meaning they often are extremely confrontive, um, very critical. They can be highly demanding. At the extreme, these are the people who can create a toxic workplace. I'm sure everybody's heard that term, especially lately. So the thing is, is that that's not the only self-leadership problem people have. There's also the other side of the polarity, which is people who under stress and challenge, they also don't interact and show up well because they go completely the other way. They hide. Like you can't find them. They can't resolve things. They won't confront people. They um, are, you know, they have things just pile up more and more on their plates and 
and, um, and their performance starts to tank. Those issues are all about something that we call self-leadership. And it's basically how you show up, how you relate to, to your role, to your job, to your environment, to your other team members when you're under stress and challenge. And that is the thing to like most know that this is, we're not talking about just how, you know, people like cruise through easy days. We are talking about how do you show up when you're progressing in your role, the stakes are getting higher, um, people are, uh, your your uh, clients are more demanding, right? The, the projects are um, more difficult, all of that. How do you show up so that you still interact well with others, you still are taking the most effective steps towards getting results. Let me give you an example of a leader that I worked with recently that is very, very typical for how uh, people hit a ceiling. I worked with a leader who is um, incredibly talented and has a very large um, book of business. He, he does big, big client projects and he has a, he has a great team. He's extraordinary at what he does, but I get called in because he's getting the reputation for being too demanding, too controlling, um, for getting upset at people too quickly, for um, being critical and blaming when things go wrong. So we all might be thinking uh, that, well, when you're really great, not a lot of things should go wrong. Okay, so let me tell you, that's never the case because we're just not that in control. And the thing is, is when you have a lot of high stakes work, you have to plan that lots of things are gonna not go according to plan, that there are gonna be problems. And it's how you, you know, respond to them that is going to be the big make or break issue. So this leader had a habit of responding with uh, demands, criticism, blame, upset, um, you know, uh, uh, micromanaging, all of that. And it was getting a worse and worse result. In fact, this leader was getting a reputation as being somebody who um, people were saying, I don't want to work on that leader's jobs. <laughs> Assign me to somebody else. Okay. So that is a very clear um, uh, description of uh, the cost, right? Like what if you, what if you knew that what you were doing was just not going to get the result? And this is ultimately how I work with these leaders because it's like they're thinking, but I need to get this job done and I need to get it done now. And if I don't, I'm going to have an unhappy client. And if I have an unhappy client, they're not going to give me work next time. And I'm maybe they'll ask for a discount this time, all kinds of, 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 um, of issues that these um, leaders are worried about for sure. For sure. Okay. So here's the thing, <laughs> interacting with people from a place of blame, judgment, criticism, um, demands, uh, micromanaging, it doesn't work. It backfires. Not only do you not get the results you need, but now you've created additional problems that you need to repair or resolve. And so what we need from these leaders 
is that they are able to pause when they get triggered to, to know, wait a minute, this isn't going to work. You know, I've already tried it this way, you know, a thousand times. It's kind of that definition of insanity where you keep doing the same thing and expect a different result. So we as humans, we do keep doing the same thing because we're hardwired to. Because at that moment, we are reacting. We're not responding. We are reacting to a situation. And that ultimately is the ceiling that um, uh, professionals and leaders and team members, great contributors hit in their careers. It's like, if we don't um, get you to really get um, skilled and competent in how you respond, how you interact with people, how you handle change, stress, challenges, problems, we have to get you into a place where you handle those well. And it's not easy. Frankly, it's um, if it were easy, these leaders would already be doing it. But what I want you to know is it's worth it. And it is the problem. So it's the thing where if you want more results, if you want your business to grow, if you want to get promoted in your, in your role, move on to bigger and better things. The, the biggest, biggest thing you'll need to improve is how you are under stress, pressure, and challenge and how you interact with others while you're there. So that's what I wanted to share about, um, what took me 10 years to learn. And, um, you know, I hope these 10 minutes were helpful and please start working on your self-leadership. To learn more about this episode's topic, pick up a copy of my book, The People Part, at your favorite book retailer or at anniehymanpratt.com.